relationship gossip and occasional politics all out geeking and having fun let's geek and we are geeking on issues with you know it's chapter one because we feel like you know in the future we're gonna have to go back to doing this so we're just gonna label it chapter one yeah. yeah, or like a part one to a, maybe some mini series. I know uh, we talked about this a little bit um, offline, and it's becoming a little bit problematic, for, uh, at least for the Latin American community. But uh, Latin Billboard is okay. starting to become a little bit problematic. We should explain that, you know, Latin Billboard for people who are listening that don't know the Latin Billboards. Of course, you know, that's the accomplishment. First off, y'all should know Latin Billboards. You got the well, American yes, ones, we got you people got the Latin the American and people in Australia and other places where, you know, they really are not hip to that. So some of them are getting hip to this now. All right. So there was a TikTok that appeared on my, on my feed, right? I didn't think anything about it you know, when I saw it. So um, Latin Bobo Awards uh, honored Enrique Iglesias, uh, top Latin artist of all time, right? I, you know, when I heard it, I didn't find any issues with it because this man has done a lot for in the Latino music uh, industry, right? He gave us classic hits. Clearly, a lot of people didn't see it the way I did, you know? And I didn't know it was uh, it was an issue uh, in the comment sections because even when I went over to, um, what was it? Uh, to the YouTube, went, you know, because um, Enrique Iglesias gave out his speech and, you know, he wasn't like usual what they say. They weren't prepared, but they gave their thanks to everybody who supported him and you know like he definitely gave a shout out to Pitbull because you know like him and Pitbull they were like a team together you know when he was when they were making all that music yeah baby I like it really you move on the floor it's a classic you know, now yeah when but you know yeah. when that song first came out I was I was annoyed by it I don't know it just sounded a little bit whiny to me like nothing annoys me than like people who sounds like whiny in their songs when they're singing do you know what I mean yeah a lot of people were upset that they were giving an award to somebody who was not Latino the way I saw the list was yeah like Latin artists that made meaningful music right that changed the the course of music yeah and the thing is, a lot of people were seeing it as like, I don't know if it might be a reach, but like a lot of people were seeing it as like they were giving an award to someone whose ethnicity is different. But if you think about it, Ricky Iglesias song, like literally charted Latin America. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so the debate started happening in the comment section where people were like, should we have a different category? Or should the category be named differently? I think it would solve some problems. And at least like how you were saying earlier that, of course, Latin music and of course, music in Spain, there's no separation of it. It's kind of bunched together. But if this is a problem going on in your community, maybe it's a good thing if just the music genre is separated just so that this isn't an issue. But the thing is, he was singing, but he was singing Latin pop, though. But then again, wouldn't that cause a bigger divide, though? That's the problem. Wouldn't it cause a bigger divide? 
it would cause a divide if we start like if we because the thing is if you start giving spaniards their own like category then it starts becoming divided right and and you know when we're doing these awards it's supposed to be unity this is supposed to be music if you think about it uh people correct me if i'm wrong here but enrique iglesia was singing uh latin pop you know what i'm yeah. saying like he was singing yeah. pop music yo like that, yeah. that's a generic genre you know what i'm yeah like i don't know because so my question is as often as um a good number of spaniard artists sing latin music how many do vice versa how many spanish people i'm sorry how many latin people do you know that sing strictly like music that is just in spain like how many are there out there like do are there any ones that are really known and how are they treated like how is it the opposite way i don't know um because i'm gonna be honest with you i I don't know any other ones except for like you know we we got i mean think about it this way in my community we have a person like a person that could fit into that category a little bit is robin thick now, don't get me wrong, Robin Thicke is not at the level of, you know, a person like Enrique Iglesias. Right. But Robin Thicke is a white man, for those who do not know, and he sings R&B music. He's been singing R&B music since I was in elementary school. The first time I heard him, I thought he was a black man. Like, I'm dead serious. Really? But he is so respected in the black community he's never really appropriated it he's never really appropriated the and music that's the at thing all too like uh, like people like enrique iglesia and then rosalia they're not they're not even uh appropriating anything you know what i'm saying yes. as far as i know from what i've seen i've never seen them appropriating shit because let me tell you okay so you know I didn't know this, but this interview happened about a year ago. This was January of 2019 when, uh, again, Billboard, they have a category that says growing up Latino, right? And the way Billboard used the term is very like kind of, what is this? Maybe like an umbrella term? You know what I mean? This is the way they are using it, I feel. Because when they did that interview, people were like showing like, the clip where rosalia was like i guess she went uh i can't quote it but quote you know word for word but so she said she went to mexico and you know she liked the culture she liked the food and you know there was something about like um mexico being feeling like a home to her um because that's the feeling sensation she got and it's probably because the way the people welcomed her i'm assuming this is the way she she felt when she came now i understood what she was talking about because i will tell you this when i went to spain that's how i felt i didn't you know i felt very home at home when i went to spain and the and the way i'm saying it is that when i traveled there for business right um I end up staying at a hotel and I started talking to one of the bartenders that was there. Right. You know, every mm-hmm. morning I go downstairs to have a uh, coffee and like, uh, I would, uh, chill. So then I st- struck up a conversation with this, uh, barista or the, the bar person. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, we had a lovely conversation and, um, 
I just remembered that he ended up noticing that I had an accent and clearly I'm not from there. Right. So we had a really nice conversation and we were comparing like how I would say certain words and, you know, as Salvadorian and then, um, he would tell me like, oh, this is how we say it in Spain. And he's been nothing but nice. And I would say this, uh, just to put it out there, all the Spaniards I have met have been nothing but nice people. I, you know, I haven't met anybody who was rude. I've never met an actual like person who was straight from Spain. Uh-huh. Don't get me wrong, the closest is to my Hispanic or Latin friends who claim like, yo, I have Spaniard blood in me, but I've never really met somebody who's yeah. straight from so, who said like, you know, my name's so and so, I'm from Spain. Yeah. And so the yeah. point of of that story is that what I'm saying is, you know, Rosalia probably felt like that. And so that's why she said, and you know, everybody was roasting her in the comment section because they were like, Hey, yo, she's talking about growing up latino and she's spaniard she is white she is a white girl and i was just like she's white passing sure but like a lot of people didn't talk about and i i saw and she pretty much talked about her growing up as a spaniard now what billboard could have done is probably like growing up latino or something like that and then put in sub category or you know could have categorized it a little bit different growing up in Spain. Would you say it was intentional with the word to Rosalia? Or would you just say that maybe it was just a mistake that somebody missed the ball? I'm j- here's my thing. And I told you this before. Yeah. I call this ignorance because there's God. It's like, you, Latin Billboard, you mean to tell me there's not one Latino person working there that was that could have told the producers or the editors or somebody was like, you know... We should sub, like, put a little subtitle or like a sub uh, word underneath Latino, so like people don't get shit confused because she is Spaniard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I get it. What she said was, you know, like in some sense, I kind of understood what she was trying to say, you know, when she went over to Mexico and she, she loved the culture. I mean, anybody who goes to Mexico would say the same thing. If you go to the Caribbean, people are going to be like that. But the moment Rosalia, and I told, told you this before, cause this is getting me a little bit heated. Mm-hmm. The moment Rosalia starts being like Ariana Grande and start darkening up her skin start dressing uh i'm not saying ariana grande is doing this part but like start dressing up as a mexican or start talking like she's a chola my respects for her is down you know what i'm saying yeah it's kind of like that um reference that i had made a while back with the rosalia video where i was Mm -hmm. saying how i can see why people got mad i said take me even though I'm African-American, you know, my parents are from Africa. So that's like me sitting down and going, hi, my name is Kat. I'm African. And this is growing up Caribbean. Like, even though, you know, I sing reggae music and I'm from Africa, I just always felt Caribbean because I'm so attached to the culture. Like, I listened to dance hall. I grew up with Bob Marley. I ate yeah. jerk chicken, you know, and I know about <laughs> eating, you know, spicy Jamaican beef patty, you know, with the bread. And I promise you somebody of Jamaican descent right now said, hey, she know, they know what I mean about the patty with the bread. But right. all these things that I'm saying does not make me Caribbean. 
it just yeah. makes me a fan technically yeah. mm -hmm. you know so okay. i'm so for me to come out there and be like this is even though it was with good intention it seems very yeah. poserous because the thing is that what billboard is doing is being mishandled yeah. you know what i'm saying it's a mishandled type thing. And Billboard is doing this a little bit too often. And what's making me mad is a lot of people are putting their anger at the wrong person. And this is why I'm angry. I get it. What Rosalia should have done in the video is corrected the people. Let's just say if Rosalia tried to correct them, what makes you think the producers won't cut that out? From the video true but it would have led to a lot think about it. And it would have made rosalia look good think about it exactly but what are we going to do are we going to make this artist look good or or are we going to make ourselves look bad billboard ain't going to do that true that is very true any company any company you could even throw someone out there bet whatever yeah, BET sold bad. their company a long time ago. And I, I'm actually glad you mentioned BET, even though this is unrelated. View, uh -huh. um, people listening, BET is not a Black-owned company. It at one time was. It has not been a Black-owned company since 2011. It is run by predominantly white people. Not that that's an issue, but just please know that that's not a Black channel. It's just a channel that has- Yeah, a I was in shock when you told me. I was like, I thought it was always run. Girl, yeah. trust me, you can tell the difference, but we don't have to get to that. That's a, that's for <laughs> that's a conversation episode. for another day. Yeah, yeah, but going off of Ariana Grande, you know, I'm a fan of Ariana Grande. I love her music. She reminds me of Mariah Carey. I call her Mariah Carey's long lost daughter. It took me yeah. a long time to see how people claim that she appropriates, you know, Latin people and Black culture. I really didn't see it. But, you know. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I didn't see it either, too, until, like, people started pointing it out. Yeah. And I'm like, you know. Yeah, shoot. Even, oh, what what was that? Her ex-boyfriend, um, Pete. Davidson. What was his name? Pete Davidson. Yeah, he even peeped her, he even peeped her on his uh, comedy special. Well, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Pete Davidson. I think he's, you know, funny, but I like I just don't watch his stuff too much. But you know, I can say I'm a fan. Oh, I watched that special and that, that yeah. I thought I thought his special was really funny, but that yeah. Ariana Grande comment mm -hmm. But getting back, you know. I have noticed, you oh, know, people just putting post it out there. I am I, I like Ariana Grande. So I did I did listen to positions at Jonas Fire. I love it. Yeah, people talk about, you know, the whole tanning thing. And I do agree because it's obvious that Ariana Grande is white, you mm -hmm. know? And, and, you know, it's funny. I never knew that because she could yeah, be Hispanic passing, too. Yeah, she's like, Hispanic passing. Latino passing. But there are some problems with it because I'm like, you know, you do tan. And you do, you you tan so hard, you could pass for a 100% Latina woman. But yet when you take international photos, like for Vogue, I mean, sorry, for like Vanity Fair or Marie Claire, mm -hmm. it's like, you look like you. Yeah. But when like, you look like your true self, I mean, she's right. beautiful. But when you're on mm -hmm. like darker colors or like urban colors, you are so tan. 
So I can see the switch up of it. And then, of course, people will think she appropriates culture just because she's dated a few Black men in the past, which is stupid. I hate that, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So, like, as a, that as a logic, like, that's just always been stupid to me. Yeah. But, but, getting, it's, it's uh, guess, but getting back to the to the point is that my, my thing is, when they gave that award to Enrique Iglesia, it was more of like what he's done for the music community. Because I do want to say this too, because there is going to be a double standard. I promise you. I'm gonna I'm gonna clock it now. And you know, people are probably gonna like say something in the comment section. I'm gonna say this right now. I don't care. She's there's going to be said. a double standard. No, no, no. There's gonna be a double standard. The day Latin Billboard Awards give uh Rosalia the what is it the latino artist of all time to rosalia yeah. people are going to be angry but there's that same energy is not going to be the same with enrique iglesia you know the comment sections i saw on twitter was mostly like all these women you know of course who are like a fan of enrique iglesia i am too you know <laughs> but the thing is a lot of these uh, people in the comment section, you know, a lot of people try to cor correct it and say, oh, you know, he's he's Hispanic, not Latino. But at the same time, a lot of people are like, um, he's Latino in our eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine me looking at Eminem, even though I believe you know, Eminem is yeah. one of the goats? I just like, it doesn't matter if Eminem won best I, black hip hop artist. He's still black in our eyes. <laughs> but to be honest, right? technically, I'm going to black eyes. This, but... this is what I've been saying in the comment sections where it's like, oh, he's Latino. And I'm just like. That is a little what? bit of like, get the, I'm sorry, get out of here with that. <laughs> yeah. With that, like, bye. No, but you should have seen it. Like, y'all, like, look guys go into twitter and just go into the search button and just do uh uh what is it? enrique iglesias latin, uh, latin artist of all time billboard or something like that and you'll see all these people like saying some really like weird stuff about the situation i'm just like oh my god so i don't know what the solution is because everybody's going to be angry the way i saw it is that billboards gave the award for the music and that was it for me you know what i mean mm -hmm. i was not thinking about his ethnicity at the time of the award but other people are and that's why they're upset you're allowed to be upset you know that's your opinion i found nothing wrong with it and i know people are going to be upset about it because i said that you know mm -hmm. and the thing is like i said i'm gonna clock it right now the moment uh rosalia is gonna win an award of something like uh, along the lines of that people are gonna clock it because i want to remind people rosalia as far as i know you know as far as i know she's not colonizing nothing because you know a lot of people were calling her a colonizer wow were that video i was just like now y'all are just reaching at this point you know and that's where you know some people come off you know as fake wokeness you know? yeah and fake woke makes it look bad for you know everybody it really does that's true as much as you would like some intelligence there's always going to be somebody who takes intelligence and tries to make it <sighs> what am i trying to say dumb 
they dumbed down yes. like they dumbed down smart information i guess you could say that's what i'm trying to say yeah but moving um on from that hello everyone i have a partnership with a brand called salty mermaid swimwear at salty mermaid swimwear you can get your wonderful bathing suit in all different shapes and sizes for the guy in your life or the girl in your life and best part they even have matching sets so you can match with whoever you love tell them cat sent you go to saltymermaid.com and put the code salty15cat and you'll get 15% off your purchase once again that's salty mermaid somewhere and the code is salty15cat at saltymermaid.com we are talking about the selena um trailer which you did show me Yes. So talking about Selena. Okay. So I have mixed feelings about the Selena, the series. So I watched the trailer. I sent it over to Kat. Kat watched the trailer. And I have mixed feelings about this. The first trailer that Netflix dropped, what, like six weeks ago or something like that. It was a while ago. Last year. Last year. Oh, it was last year? Yeah, they had a teaser last year. Yeah, where you see her, like, you know. Okay, so there was a teaser? Okay, so there's, no, so then I think there's three. I don't know. Anyways, the point is, we watched the the teaser, I guess. That's what we watched. I'm going to give it a chance. It, It sounds good. It looks good. However, the new trailer is making me want to walk away from this. I don't even want to bother watching it. The only reason why I say this is because... There's something off about this series that's making me question Netflix a little bit. Like, like, really? Because the thing is, okay, so from the clips that we just recently saw from uh, the newest trailer that they dropped, whatever, a couple of weeks ago, um, my thing is the hair like i don't know what they're doing but the hair doesn't seem right to me like a lot that was a lot of complaints about people that i noticed who watched the trailers too is that like uh i remember there was this one girl uh who wrote in the comment section like netflix got all this money and they can't afford good wigs yeah listen to this netflix confirmed that the Quintanilla family was helping develop in when they mean family i'm sorry I'm sorry. Look, look, look. When they mean family, I'm pretty sure it's actually just Abraham doing all of this. Probably. Yeah. So you know okay. what it kind of reminds me of? It's like Lifetime, like is doing the Selena oh, movie. Yeah, no, this is pretty much it. It's the Netflix Lifetime series of Selena. This- because Netflix, I'm um, sorry. Um, a while ago, they kind of messed the ball up on the Aaliyah movie. Oh, it was Netflix. It wasn't. It was no, 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 no. Lifetime Wait, I did it was Aaliyah, Lifetime or something because I- they did a of an Aaliyah movie. It was terrible. I did not watch it. I saw. See, I was not going to support that movie, but I saw scenes from that movie. Mm-hmm. Yasmin, it was pure trash. It was like a Dave Chappelle skit come to life in a movie. it was that bad and then i agree with charmaine the god they basically said fuck y'all and the ending they didn't even show when it was implied she was going on the plane they just showed her kissing her man and then she get on the the limo and then she drive away yes i told y'all the ending of the movie i'm gonna spoil it for y'all because y'all don't need to see that trash but you know it is what it is so another uh thing that people are upset about with this movie is the casting 
I can see why, because you can see it from the trailer. Like there are times where you can see Selena in a uh, Christian Serato's um, version of Selena. I do apologize if I mispronounce uh, her name, but there are times like when she was like young Selena with like that, that short haircut style that we, you know, it's very, it's, it's kind Bob of like Hitler. a rare, what? You know, the Bob Pixie. Yeah, yeah, but, but she got a little more umph because she got really like more hair growing out on her hair. It's not like full pixie. To be honest, it looked like a shake and go wig in the um in the trailer, trailer right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I you know what? I don't see Selena. Selena was gone from that. You know what I mean? At least with like for I oh god. I, okay. So let me run down the cast for the people who I guess still don't know who the cast is, but um or who got casted for it, but Christian Serratos is Selena, and Madison Taylor Bays, she's going to be playing young Selena. Then we have Ricardo Chavira as Abraham Quintanilla. Then we got Sadie Lopez as um, Marcela Quintanilla. Marciela, excuse me. Um, We got Gabriel Chaveria. Uh, as A.B. Quintanilla uh, in that Selena's brother. Then we have Noemi Gonzalez as Suzette Quintanilla, the sister of Selena. We got Jesse Posey as Chris Perez, Selena's um, husband. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the cast right there. Now, I did do my Google search and I went to go search who uh, these actors are because I'm going to be honest with you. I've never seen anything from their work. Just to see what they're capable of as actors. Yep. And so, but the thing is, okay, so Christian Serratos is kind of an interesting casting choice because there are times where I've seen her, like the only time I've seen her in a movie was in Twilight. And then I completely forgot she used to be in Ned's Declassified. Do you remember that show? Yeah, actually, do which character yeah, she, was she? Huh? Which character was she? Uh, she wasn't uh, she was like I think Ned's love interest or something. Like she was that that girl that came into. She was um. Yeah, she was also in thirteen. A lot of people don't know that. She was. See, yeah. But here's but, the thing: she looks white passing though. When you, I saw her yeah, in Twilight, yeah. I thought she was uh, a white girl. Yeah. Yeah, but I will say this. I mean, at least it's a Mexican playing a Mexican character. True. Yeah, and then... Um, well, you have to think about it. There was controversy when, you know, J-Lo did it because she was Puerto Rican. I was too young to even remember the controversy. I mean, it, I mean yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Anything that happens around it, because you know what it is? Even if they had controversy, that film, tr- like, it was a triumph. Think about it. It was because just so such a good movie. It's so it beautiful. Was. It's one of my favorite movies. It's it was well done, and I do agree with the public when they said this series should not be happening. <laughs> I agree. Know, just no. looking at the trailer, because compared to last year, I was for it. But looking at the trailer, I'm like, yes. I don't know how I feel. Right? Now. This is the trailer. Like, if you really wanted to sell people even more, this was not the trailer for it. Because this is the trailer that made me want to walk away because I didn't want to see it. Yeah, it's like looking broad. It's like watching Selena on Broadway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That might have been a, actually that might be better, but don't give Abraham any more ideas. <laughs> oh Lord! You, but to be honest, they've done it before. 
Did they really? Not, I wouldn't say exactly Broadway, but they've done some like workshop performances, like oh. based on Selena's work. Who knows? <laughs> maybe they may be. You, yes. That may be possible in the future. You never know. I really don't want to compare the Selena's uh, movie with the series because these are two different things. You know, Jennifer Lopez did a fantastic, phenomenal job playing Selena. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? She did amazing. Yeah, she that movie was justice. However, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait till the series come out. I'm gonna watch the first episode, and you know, I'm gonna I'm I'm, I'm gonna see because I, I feel like everyone deserves a chance to see if they can. Because you know, a lot of people keep asking uh, Christian, how is it filling? You know, she's filling big shoes. And that's that's the question that she keeps getting asked. You know what I mean? So I feel for her and I don't want to compare two movies because the thing is the subject around the series is going to be different from what we saw in the movies. Because what we're getting in the movies is we're getting the teen years of Selena that was Mm -hmm. not brought up in the movie. And I'm excited for that. However, I keep saying this to you and I'm, I'm hoping we get. I'm hoping the series would actually give us justice too. Okay. You know, we already talk about the casting. We already talk about how the wigs are whack. I really hope we could get a nice biopic. No sugar coating. I understand that, like, you know, we already have Selena pictured in a in a beautiful image. And don't get me wrong, she's queen. But the thing is, I, you know, are they going to play fi- family dynamics? Because what I do appreciate in the Selena trailer, the, the one that you and I saw, is that we saw a relationship between Selena and Suzette. We didn't really yeah. get to see like, in, like actual relationships in the movie. Because again, you know, movies, you can only depict so, so much of, you know, her life. Yeah, in such a short time. Exactly. In the series, we have the opportunity. However, there's um, there's like people talk against, I guess, like the Selena community, how like it's very split. You know, people are going to be like, because uh, the thing is, when we heard the trailer, we just heard the father um, or at least the character, the father Abraham's voice narrating the movie. So a lot of people are concerned that this is going to be more focused on him too yeah like he's only gonna picture his trying to make him seem like this like savior type person right Mm -hmm. yeah and then you know other people exaggeration yes and other people are happy that you know they're getting more insight in you know what's going on with the uh, you know like uh, the, the journey in her life from when she was little to the like how are we going to see the band practices with them like banning family dynamics so there is some positive to this series I will say that I am excited for the series in some ways because I'm I, I do want to see a, a different side of Selena you know during during her teen years and um, her relationship with uh, her husband and, you know, her family dynamic. I, I, I do want to see all of that and I'm excited. We'll be watching. Yeah, I'll be watching. And then of course, searching to uh, Moesha for some of you guys on Netflix may know. I know there it's in Netflix America. I don't know about Netflix UK or other, you know, Netflix, you know, streaming services in other countries, but the show Moesha with Brandy Norwood 
um, came back to Netflix just a few weeks ago with the Parkers, mm -hmm. One on One, you know, all the yep. shows we all grew up with on UPN. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> a few days ago, I've been binge watching Malisha, and a few days ago, I came upon an episode, which was from season four, episode 12, and it's called Life Imitating Art. Right. And I had, of course, asked Yasmin Yas to watch it on Netflix and tell me her own thoughts because it actually focused on tensions between Latinos and African-Americans for this particular episode. It was one of those like special episodes where you're meant to have a discussion at the end mm -hmm. and learn something yep. from it. So for just to describe how the episode was, um, Moesha goes to Crenshaw High School, which is uh, in Crenshaw's and if I'm correct, California. And her school is predominantly African-American, dominantly Black. And the, in this episode, it was Black History Month. And she has a Latino friend who was picked to do a mural for Black History Month in mm -hmm. the school. And, you know, she does her school newspaper and she does like the broadcasting for um, their school news. So it's like televised every morning for the students. Okay. So before she was supposed to do the report, she went to her Latino friend. Her Latino friend revealed the mural, which is the mural of Cesar Chavez. And for people who do not know who Cesar Chavez was, he was a workers' labor union. Am I correct? Yeah, he was also yeah, in uh, California. Mm -hmm, in California. Yeah, and he was an activist for Latin rights in the United States of America. He's legit a big hero and he's an important American hero. And he is very underrated also. Hero. Yeah. Yes. So with, you know, Moesha seeing the board, she felt to type away, but she didn't want to tell her classmate until she actually did the story. But after doing the story, she realized the way she had made the comment was wrong until it aired. Mm -hmm. So... When, of course, the mural aired, what Moesha said to the students in her news report was along the gist of, you know, I think the, the Cesar Chavez is nice, but you have to think at the same time, you know, it's Black History Month. And you think that with it being Black History Month, it would be more of the focus on African-Americans. But it seems like we're putting the focus on other things which have no relation to what we're, you know, doing right now. So basically, Moesha unintentionally was shading her friend for doing a mural of Cesar Chavez during um, Black History Month. But the ironic thing was the reason why her Latino friend made the mural in the first place is because he was inspired by Martin Luther King. Because to him, Cesar Chavez, who's a big beacon in the Latin and Hispanic, you know, in some Hispanic community, that's, he said that was my own equivalent of my Martin Luther King. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, doing this mural during Black History Month, this was a point of me sharing my culture with y'all because I'm inspired. But unfortunately, Moesha's comment didn't come off that way. No, oh, no. Yeah. Can and, I, it, and it created a Can bad. I interject yeah. here for a little bit? Because when yeah, you, you got asked me, okay. Because you were so feeling, you I was feeling like too, Jasmine. Dude, I mean, dude. okay, hold up. Because I have it paused right now. Hold on. Okay, so... When I started watching it, it was only three minutes into the show. And uh, I, the zoom into Moesha or Brandy's character, Moesha, zoomed into her face and she got that, what you doing now? Type look of face. Uh-uh. 
you got me messed up. That Zoom worked really well for me because I started getting pissed off at uh, Moesha. I'm like, I told you, oh, you better change your face. Tight. Yeah, I was like, girl, you better change your face right now. That's how I felt. <laughs> okay. So, and there's no diss. I love, I love Brandy. Okay. I love the show Moesha. It's just this, this particular episode and, you know. But he uh, did what he was supposed to do though. It was supposed yeah. to create and a you conversation. Know, I, and I love the mural that they did. I was like, oh, that's, that's It was so cool. beautiful. Yep. And then girl. Okay. So, um. Continuing the story for those who don't know the storyline, what happened immediately, some black students came up to Moesha and were like, Moesha, I'm so glad you said something about the mural. Reason why is because this is our month, you know, it's about like, this is a predominantly black school and we don't get enough exposure. We don't get enough attention. So who are they to think that they could take over our school? And I'm like, what are they talking about? When I first saw that scene, because this is my people. For a minute, I thought I was in a twilight zone where y'all were the KKK, where I'm just like, what is this? What's no, that this? cafeteria scene started fueling me up. Right. That was some Uncle Ruckus mess. And then you had the Latin students coming up to the um the guy who did the mural. And they're Which, just so like, we are so happy with what you did. We don't ever feel seen. Thank you for putting that out there. And I'm just sitting here like, is this for real? But you have to think about it. This was 1999. This had aired. And the tension got so bad because of the mural that they had to call, you know, the Latino and they had to call the Black um, um, youth youth instructors. Do you remember yeah, that yeah, scene? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. To actually talk to the students and the arguments Which, that the, the students way, had. You know the Hispanic guy that, sorry, the Spanish guy, God, you see? Yeah, that was Carlos Mencia, yeah. yeah. It was yeah, Carlos Mencia, sorry. Yeah. The, 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 the Latino guy that came in was uh, Carlos Mencia. I said, yo. Yeah. Yo, but he got canceled a while ago. We're not going to talk about that right now. But yeah, anyway. that's for another day. But, <laughs> but yeah, like, do you remember the arguments they were having? Because even the instructors that were Latino Black were like, why are y'all arguing over a mural? It's not that serious. Especially yeah, when it was serious enough that somebody, you know, vandalized the mural. Yeah, and it was a black student that vandalized the mural. You know how pissed I was when I saw that black Latino school. Yeah, yeah. When they vandalized, I said they literally smeared red paint all over. Yeah, all over his face. (gasps) I was like, "Are you serious right now?" Yeah, that's the belief. It's going to be a riot if we did that to Martin Luther King Jr. Exactly. And of course, like I told you earlier from this episode, I said, what's interesting, I mean, this is like 20 years ago. This is 1999. So 21 years ago, this episode, as of this year, 21 years ago, this episode came out. A lot has changed in 21 years. In like today, if Moesha was our age and she did that in high school, did that sneaky BS, even if it was unintentionally, we would have already put her in a box as racist. And the moment she was in her news story was done in that cafeteria, 
the Latin girls would have oh, rightfully she would be canceled because yeah, right now Latin we're in girls, cancel culture. Yep, they would have rightfully beat her ass. Maybe a few black girls would have joined in that shit too and beat her ass for trying to be freaking smart, wondering if she's with that ignorant. You know, let me not even go get yeah. political right now. But I'm just saying, like that's just yeah. it was just completely ignorant. Mm-hmm. But you remember the topics that they were having. When the Latin, when the black people were just so, when the Latin people were just so like, oh, y'all want to judge us, but yet you guys are the ones that are most likely to get stereotyped just as much as us. And the black people are just so like, you know, you're one to talk. You guys don't even want to pay attention to, you know, black Latinos and, you know, so Cubans and, and the black Latin, I'm sorry, and the Latinos are like, what are you talking about? Stop lying. Like, I'm like, oh my God, these are issues that are still going on today. The separation. We get along perfectly. But then if you look at other people, you know, I like, I was in shock that there are still people like pits. Like, for example, uh, TikTok the other day was showing like, do you remember? Oh God, I don't know what sparked the whole thing. Where like, oh, I think it was this, uh, uh, this black girl on TikTok that was trying to por- uh, portray Mexican in a bad light, and mm-hmm. then Mexican started showing black people uh, beating up uh, a guy. And this was in LA, by the way, or in California, where a guy was selling in one of those carts. He was pushing a cart on the street, and these black guys just came, beat him up, stole his money, and then uh, they were like, "We can say the same for you." It's uh, it's true. It's and called gaslighting. So- I hate yeah. people that gaslight. Yeah. And so like, it's crazy that we're still, we're still doing this. And this episode aired when? And we are still doing this. This aired in 1999. And this is the thing I have to say. I don't know if this will make it on to the podcast. If not, we know this is going to have to make it on to bonus content. When it comes to other races, nobody is one to talk, even my own race, especially when it comes to minorities. And this is no diss to white people and everything, because, you know, white people do get stereotyped as the most racist and everything. Mm -hmm. You know, once again, uh, I'm sorry to the white people that are listening. This is just, you know, the stereotypes that are associated with y'all, because everybody can be ignorant. So as a minority... Y'all ain't got no business in your life to judge me. For example, if you were to say, oh, you're a criminal, your people are criminals and you want to get ignorant, I could just be just as ignorant. I'm just like, but when y'all come here, don't y'all come here illegally and aren't y'all rapists, aren't y'all... That ignorance, you see that ignorance I'm saying? It's like, you are so quick to judge me on my ignorance, but you forget your shit like if an asian person were to say you guys are thieves you guys are so and so and i'm just like but you guys are racist you guys can't speak english you guys can't like that ignorance oh go do math go you know stuff like that and now and now with the coronavirus happening it's terrible the chinese uh the chinese virus yeah and i was just like oh why are you guys saying that shit 
you know, it's, it's just, it's tough when it comes to, you know, that topic of racism and, you know, it's, it's just tough with this, just this divide. You wish it would be, can we just come together? Yeah. But it was a divide, but how the episode ended. And once again, we really highly recommend if you have Netflix and you can watch Moesha, it's season um, four, episode 12. Yeah. If you, if it's the wrong episode number, it's definitely season four. No, no, it's, uh, yeah, no, I can tell you right now it's uh, season four, episode 12. Okay. Yeah. And it's called Life Imitating Art. How the episode ended was Moesha, you know, sticking up for her friend, telling, you know, the school that, hey, I didn't mean what I said. I didn't mean to start. You know, she basically really didn't really apologize. Yeah. That too, that was something that pissed me off when I watched Moesha never really apologized in front of the school for the free that she started. Even mm-hmm. though, it, you know, she apologized and said, this is wrong, we need to come together. She yeah. apologized to her Latino friend in private, which yeah. I didn't appreciate. And then how it ended was the fact that they covered the mural up. It was so. It and was then so they perfect. just had him do his signature. I was like, so yeah. he couldn't redo the mural. Y'all had him paint the whole thing white. Are you serious? Like it didn't solve the problem to me. It made they the problem even worse. It to made- do a mural of like black and uh, Latino uh, uh, um, heroes. Like, they didn't even it, bother to do that. They could have done that. You know how beautiful the episode would have ended if we had all these heroic people as in the mural? Like, you can go down in D.C. and see some for yourself. Or probably in L.A. because I've seen some in L.A. too. Like, are you serious? Yeah. I was actually, like, pissed off that they didn't do mm-hmm. uh, a beautiful mural of both heroes. Like, are you serious? And another thing that, you know, I agree with you, Yasmin, and that was one of the things that came to my mind, but I actually had to remind myself, I said, this was 1999, and believe it or not, Yasmin, that episode was forward at its time. At the time it aired, that actually was a forward episode, but given the advancement in 20 years, today we see that as your soul, this is bullshit episode, y'all need (laughs) to redo this, but back then, this this was like a really good forward episode and it That's created true. conversation. But I just don't like the way that ended. It didn't, so to me, it didn't solve the problem. It sweeps it up under the rug. And all that told me as a student watching it, at least today, it's like at Crenshaw High School, this is strictly Black. You can't even, like, y'all can't even acknowledge other people. Y'all are hypocrite school because a group of people who should know what it feels like to deal with that mess is over here marginalizing another group. You Mm. know, minorities marginalizing another minority, which does happen. It just made me pissed off because it was my people doing it. It's very rare that my people are (laughs) oppressors, extremely rare. So when I do see that, it pisses me off because we should know better. But I'm just saying... Yeah. You can't fix stupid. Sad yeah. as it is. But and being stupid almost- is a choice. I watched a video where it was Cuban Doll. Shout out to Cuban Doll on YouTube. Give him some follows. He said, Stu- being stupid is a choice. And I actually <laughs> agree. No, it is. Agree. It is. It is. Yeah. 
That's funny. But I, I do want to say um, I did grow up with Moesha. I don't remember this episode at all, maybe because I was tuning in once in a while. Yeah, we were young. But I did, yeah, but like I will say it's a, it's a really good show. It's a good show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Moesha, I love it. But that episode, I was like, oh. <laughs> I said, I need to call Yasmin to watch this one. You called? No, you texted me immediately. You're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you texted me That's immediately when the episode ended. That's You're what like, like, I told you. <laughs> yes, it'd be like, I'm gonna fuck Moesha up, Catherine. I know that's your girl, but I'm... <laughs> you know what? I'm curious. Yo, if Brandy ever hears this episode, Brandy, girl. If Brandy ever you, heard an can episode, you let us I'm gonna tell you this now, Brandy. I love you. You are my first we love black you. Princess. Excuse me, hold up. I'm gonna correct her. We love you. Yes. Yo. You were my first black princess when you were like, the sweetest. Also, she I'm is like, the reason why I found RB. Like it was her and then Aaliyah. But I'm just yes. gonna put it out there. So Brandy I mean, this is all about, you know, issues going on. But I mean, if we're going to give a little bit of shout out to the Miss Iconic Brandy, yep. why not? She's just wonderful. But I do want to say this. I am curious to know what she thinks of this episode today. You know what I mean? That would be lovely to know right? that. If she, if guys, if, if let's blow this section up of the episode. I, I just want to know what her two cents is from this episode, because like you said, it's been 20 years now. Right, mm-hmm. twenty years. Yeah, yeah. it's been twenty years. years. So I want to know what twenty-one years. Oh, twenty-one years. Okay, but still, I want to know what she thinks of this particular episode today. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But moving on to wild stories, and now it's time for damn, bruh. That's, That's wild. wild. Where I find a crazy story from around the world that actually happened, and this one is once. Again, second time I'm using it from foxnews.com. And this is actually from three wait, days wait, ago. Wait, wait, wait. You got this one from Fox News? Oh, this is going to yeah. be interesting. <laughs> it's called Woman in Labor Makes Her Husband Stop at Elections Office So She Can Vote First. The early voting site is about half a mile from the woman's home. Right. So, this is anonymous because they never got the woman's name, but there's a pregnant woman in Florida who this past Tuesday, so she was minding her own, you know, doing her own thing and she was with her husband and, you know, she was on her way to go, um, you know, to go vote. And then out of nowhere, her water broke. And this is in Florida, by the way, because, you know, only in freaking Florida. Of course, <laughs> only in Florida. Shout out, yeah, shout out to Matt Bellasai. But, um... I know. Florida. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, Sorry, we um, love that over here. Okay, go ahead. Yes. So, yes, she realized, like, on the way, her water broke, and she started freaking out. And, you know, of course, her husband started freaking out, like, oh, babe, oh, my God, your water broke. You, you're you having the baby right now. We need to take you to the hospital. And she's like, no, 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 I got to vote. And he's like, babe, are you serious? And she's like, yeah, I got to vote. And he's like, no, we got to take you to the hospital. She goes, I'm not going to that hospital until I vote. And there's, she's then, you know, the husband's just like, okay, babe. So they called the ambulance and everything. Uh-huh. And, you know, the ambulance are just so like, ma'am, we really advise you, you're going into labor. And she's like, no, I will not leave until I have fulfilled my duty as an American citizen and have right. voted. So she was in there 
for a good, like, I think they said she was in there for like 10 or 15 minutes. And once again, this is early voting. She was able to vote. And how she was able to vote was that they had her husband grab some kind of mail-in ballot for her. Oh, so, uh -huh. and with the mail-in ballots, for um, those who don't know, for the next time you decide to sign up for mail-in ballot, there is an option where you can have somebody do your vote on behalf of you. Oh. You know, but you have to be a witness to it. Oh. So, yeah. So, they basically, I mean, you know, did it. So, she's there, you know, in, you know, going into labor and her husband's filling out her choice for president and as soon as they were done within that 15 minutes you know she hopped up in the you know ambulance and then she had her beautiful baby and went on about her life so you know in light of what's going on by the time this airs the election we will find out who our president is which is really and, scary you know, right now yeah, it is very, you know, it is very interesting to find out that turnout. But once again, yeah. this is just an inspiration to just go vote. Hopefully, this would be a yeah. light story by the time this airs. But no matter what happens, people, let us try our best to stay positive. But yeah, this is you know insightful. We talked about a few issues that are going on. We geeked on some issues today. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, next week, if we're not going to go on the comedy, we can go on a serious and hopefully kinder note. So we'll yeah. see what mood we're in next week. <laughs> no, we don't know. You know, we have our plan for next week's episode will be. Yeah. But, you, you know, would it be wise to air it then? You know, we don't know. So we, who knows? We might end up doing an emergency episode like we did with Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. You never know, Yasmin. I could be there that's Wednesday. That's true. No, that's true. Yeah. I could be there Wednesday right after work and we're and you know. Yeah. Oh so. technically we could and and a happier note because I got to spend Halloween with you. So you yes, know we spent our Halloween together. Yeah, we nice. did like a whole bonfire, you know, we had a little drinks, a couple of uh puff puffs. <laughs> Yeah, it was really nice and chill. So. Oh, and then like you, me, and my cousins and my family, we got around the bonfire and we started uh, playing Among Us with my godbrother. Yeah. And stuff we like that. gathered around the campfire and we sang ourselves a song. A C A M P S I R E S O N G song. Yeah, I hope we can keep that in. Really? Hey, please don't copyright copy if I'm singing I just don't want to be copy claim, whatever. So are y'all going to sue me claim. if I sing happy birthday right now? No, please don't. Disney Corporation. Okay, oh, whatever. Don't. <laughs> All right, enjoy your weekend. Hopefully you guys had a great time listening to us and let us know your opinion about the Selena series. What you think is you know billboard starting to become problematic or should they just start becoming respectful in terms of titling certain awards and uh if you have a chance please go check out uh the moesha show so especially uh season four episode 12 so let us know hopefully yeah. you guys can the tweet at us you know uh, like talk to us on instagram and uh on youtube so we love you <laughs> no to the e to the most of the eats of the <laughs> <laughs> all right bye, bye.